I'm Sophie. And I'm Emily. Welcome to Hallmark Remarks. Hallmark Remarks. Ba-na-na. Where we go deep about shallow movies. Where we talk all things Hallmark, dating, mental health, and pop culture. We hope you enjoy today's episode. It's the most wonderful time bum, bum, bum. of the year. Bum, bum, it's bum. first Christmas. It is first Christmas because we are in the month of November. Ah, ah. We're yes. in the month of November right now. So that means first Christmas is until the day before Thanksgiving. Then we have Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then it's second Christmas until that weird gap of no time. And then New Year's. So giving me grief. Um, Young Living, the company I work for. They're having their Black Friday sale, like, mon- this coming Monday through Friday, which I think is, like, the 8th, or, like, the 7th through the 14th, or the 8th through the 15th, something like that. Yeah. Every company in the world is starting to do Black Friday deals, like, the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah. If they can have Black Friday, f- Friday, Black Friday deal- deals, yeah. an entire week. Before Black prior Friday. to <laughs> Thanksgiving yeah. Thursday. And then Black Friday, Friday, Mm -hmm. then I can decorate for Christmas whenever the flip I want. Absolutely. At work, we thought we were ahead of the curve because we're having a Friday before Black Friday event on the 17th. And we thought we were being clever with that. No, turns out everybody had the same idea, but we're still just as excited about it because we don't want to do anything on Black Friday because that's no. no nobody wants to do anything on black friday it's all beforehand so yes it's okay i actually never i never really liked the whole black friday thing because i that was like the laziest day of the year yes. for me. it was like the, the most nothing day oh my gosh and all or food. like i helped my mom like with her christmas decorations. yeah so i'm like i don't want to do that and shopping so. it's so exhausting anyway yeah so we're we're gonna like dive right in um i wanted to give two updates uh one is my christmas tree is up and it has lights on it yay it's and the little christmas train underneath oh the train is the best i love the train so cute um so that's done and um i was like Haley, do you want to decorate the tree with me when i was like putting it up originally she's like "Eh, whatever and i was like so insulted yeah and so a couple days ago she was like i cannot wait to decorate it with you and i was like thank you you're being fake but i'm so happy at least pretend i feel like that's the age where like she'll be excited about it like in the next two years (laughs) or she'll pretend to not be excited but is really really excited on the inside truly truly my second update is um about a month ago i was in kroger i was walking by the little magazines I saw this, like, magazine that had all of these little projects in it that are Christmassy. Mm. They all look stupid, so I didn't get it. Um, but behind it, because I picked that one up, behind it was this magazine full of cross-stitch, like, Christmas yeah. cross-stitch patterns okay. for, like, little ornaments. I remember so it's, you like, telling me easy, about that. So, like, quick, yeah. And so I just got all the materials for, I don't know, like, probably ten of them um, a couple days ago. And I'm going to make, like, that's what I'm going to make over the Christmas, like, season. As I'm watching Hallmark movies, I'm going to sit and, like, stitch. you should. I love that idea. And I can't wait to see what you, what you do. Because you always share your progress on your Instagram. So I'm so excited to see that. And I know how to save my Instagram, unlike the Hallmark Remarks one. It's (laughs) at SofaLoaf. (laughs) It just, I think yours, it just kind of rolls off the tongue nicely. It does. Ours is 
you know, it's a little tricky. You have to think about ours. Mark underscore remarks pod. I flip and made it and I can't even I remember it most of the time. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, do you want to tell the people about the amazing thing that you did this past I Saturday? absolutely do. Um, my mom and I went to this Christmas craft show that happens every year in Richmond. And it's kind of, it's an alliterative, like, tongue twister a little bit. It's the Craftsman's Christmas Classic. Um, And they... That's fantastic. I know. (laughs) They have it every year at the, like, the place where they used to have the State Fair. And so my favorite part about the State Fair is, like, the vendors and the Craftsman's and the food. And that's exactly what this is, but it was all Christmas-themed. But all Christmas-vibed. It was all Christmas. And um, so my mom and I went, and it was so much fun. We walked around for, like, two hours looking at all the the vendors and getting to try, like, samples. Um, We got headbands. I don't know if you saw the picture or the video that I sent you, but we got headbands. Um, Hers has little snowmen on it, and mine has, like, green and red beads with, like, a little clay or, like, resin stocking on it. And it's so sparkly and dainty. Oh, wait. Are these, are these like, cute, like, um headbands for like a hair accessory or are these the ones that like cover your ears like these the are hair accessories so it's like one of the okay. metal but they did something oh, cool gotcha. to it to where it doesn't poke into the back of your like head weird yeah. they put like a cushion on the bottom of it so there were a ton of them and they also also sold like really over the top ones and like actual yeah. tiaras and i really really wanted one but i couldn't remember i was say it's like <laughs> it's like the christmas version of like the um kentucky derby hats like yeah i oh my gosh i want i like wanted the like ice queen tiara but it was so expensive so we got these little headbands um and it was just so much fun like we were just talking about wanting to do more simple fun things this holiday season specifically so that was the first of many i hope um and i was like it was over by six o'clock it's perfect so good yeah it was great that well, that's our Christmas uh, life update from yep. this past week. Yep. We have uh, four movies we're going to talk about today. We're going to kind of run through them fairly quickly, but in a way that you can know what to watch, what not to watch, mm-hmm. our thoughts on it, yeah. our hilarious little giggle moments. And um, we have uh, one full overlap of a movie that Emily and I watched um like we both watched, we have a half overlap yeah. of I watched half of a movie that she watched the full thing. Yep. And then I have two movies that I watched that she did not. So we're going to kind of go through them, give you guys our thoughts, um, our opinions. And the nice thing is when I have not watched something or Emily has not watched something, we essentially pitch it to the other person. Mm-hmm. Or we like unpitch it to the other person. And so you get to just pretend that you're the other person in the conversation. Exactly. Um, and it's just really great. So... The first movie is A Royal Christmas Crush that came out in, I think, mid-August. Mid uh, mid-O- I can't say anything. Mid-October. <laughs> um, and it was, like, one of the first ones that came out. So, actually, this is a Christmas in July. <laughs> I'm just seeing the banner. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? This wasn't, even, this wasn't even a Christmas movie, <laughs> technically. It came technically. out in July, in, during their Christmas in July series. That's so funny. Um, but you can still catch it. So the IMDb synopsis says Ava accepts the opportunity of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. That part. Let's hold on to that phrase of a lifetime to work at the Royal Ice Hotel, literal ice, which leads her to a surprise whirlwind romance with the most important guest of all. 
the royal prince himself. What is he doing in an ice hotel? Like, that's uncomfortable. Um, I'll be honest with you. This was not one that I was fully paying attention to. I was like, yeah. um, it was last week, so it's been a little over a week since I've seen it. Last week, I was cooking, and I was, like, getting decorations out, and yeah. I was, like, messing with the tree, and I was talking to Haley. So I was kind of in and out of paying attention. But essentially, Ava is this architect. Okay. And her her uncle is also an architect, and he was commissioned by the royal family of, I don't even remember where, um, to build this ice, fully ice hotel <laughs> for the, like, holiday season. Okay. And, like... Literally everything was ice. And, like, yeah. the the bed frame was ice. And then there was, like, a bed on it. You yeah. know, a mattress on it. And then whatever. And she was like, oh, my gosh, it's stunning. I can't wait to sleep on that. And I was like, no. heck to the no. no. Heck no. Absolutely <laughs> never. Like, no. Now, I will say, like, whatever land this was, it looked cold. So at least it was, like, legitimate, you know, yeah. this hotel could be there. But he, her uncle, needed... Um, her to come in and kind of help with some like finishing touches mm-hmm. and like the refined you know stuff and so he did like a lot of the structures she kind of did the like really really cool um yeah just like details and then um she was like oh this just reminds me of like christmas when i was a kid and the prince was like really and i was like <laughs> Why did you like build an igloo? <laughs> and that's what it was. It was her and her uncle would make these like intricate oh. snow, <laughs> like basically imagine like how people are with sand. Yeah, you know, like sand castles that are like super intricate. She basically described that with like snow. Okay, and they would make these like really just crazy designs, whatever. And something about her like ex fiance was money laundering, but she had no idea about it. And then, of course, the royal prince's, like, um, hired people looked into her and found that and thought she did have something to do with it. Yeah. And I will say our royal prince was, like, perfection (laughs) because he was like, and let me ask her. Like, let me ask her what's going on with this. Love it. And she. Right. But she didn't want to be photographed because she didn't want to be in the press again. And you didn't know why again. And then you find out because her. Yeah. So. There was that drama, but he just kind of was like, I like you. (laughs) But there was this, like, housekeeper. um, Maybe she was more, like, um, in charge of all the staff person, you know? Um, And she, I I forgot what her last name was. It started with a B. It was was weird, you know, but she was like, oh, the, the... the blah 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 is coming our way like she would like kind of say that about this woman and she would just like charge in and she she did not like that the prince liked ava and was trying to kind of get him get that to not be a thing so she kept assigning bogus tasks to ava and so she'd have to like so she was like building this extra dog house thing for the royal puppies (laughs) and the prince was like no they're not coming like why would they come to an iso yeah i was like they're so chilly (laughs) Granted, they're probably so, more prepared than anyone. Yeah. So she's like, oh, man. Um, and then the king and queen did literally nothing except try to set their son up. Like, the prince was running things. So I was like, that's super weird. Yeah. And the king and queen were, like, young, and the prince kind of looked old. <laughs> so it looked like they were only, like, 10 years apart. Yeah. You know? And I was like, what? what <laughs> What's <is> happening? happening? <laughs> it was very low budget. Like, very low budget. Yeah. But it wasn't horrible. It just wasn't the greatest as far as, like, I didn't, I didn't really... I didn't think that they vibed well together. Okay. Um, chemistry wise, like I wanted a little bit better chemistry. Yeah. Um, but to me, I was sitting there going, this is the, the 
a great kickoff to all of these because I don't have high expectations. I wanted something in the background. Yeah. I, I love, they're always stupid, but I love the like royal blah, blah, blah. You always. know, storylines. Yeah. So, and I love when it's there instead of the prince coming to coming America. To yeah. So loved that. And then the ice part was kind of cool. He specifically wanted this like ice slide thing um, for not, like the kids at the party you know, to be able to slide down. <laughs> Yeah, but it was just a straight, you know, the, you know, those like metal ones that yeah. were at um, and they're just straight down. Yeah, like, it's just a what a, nothing, nothing special about you them. Thing. Shock That's basically what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it like it wasn't anything crazy. And she goes, have you even tried it? And he was like, no, like that's for the kids. And she goes, you specifically requested it. Why haven't you tried it? That's funny. He was like, OK, OK. So he starts walking up. He goes, are you coming? So she sits down in between his legs. <laughs> And the, all of the staff are just like staring at them and then they go and then this the housekeeper she comes up and she's like Ava I need you for blah 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 and she's like okay <laughs> and I'm sitting there going you just got between the legs of the royal prince <laughs> How like I just can say that we have to we have to just sit with that for a second right but I would not give this a super high rating, probably like a five out of 10. The acting was not horrible. It okay. wasn't that. And it wasn't, it just, it was, it felt low budget, Yeah, you know, yeah. And it, it was like, there was, but, um, I will say the main character, Ava, she is played by, let me see if I can get the actress's name. Really I quick. will say we've never um, seen a, like a ice hotel before. I think. I know. I actually was like, this is the first. Yeah. And, it, and they did, they did kind of a good job of it. Yeah. Um, for the set, the snow was like, mostly fabric (laughs) i love that inside inside when they were like doing like you know horse-drawn carriages and crap it was fine yeah but um the main character she is katie cassidy oh yeah and yeah so she is in i told emily this i was like this is so niche um a movie called monte carlo that um both selena gomez and then what is her name that played blair waldorf in um leighton meester Leighton Meester. Meister. So, Meister? Meister. Yeah. So Leighton, <laughs> Selena, and Katie were like the three main characters, basically, yeah. of Monte Carlo. And so in this movie, I'm like watching it going, she reminds me of that girl. Like, she looks so much like her. Yeah. But it was just different enough that I wasn't willing to say it for sure it was. So anyway, looked it up. I was right. But she's a little bit older. So that's why. Yeah. Um, But he gives old vibes. Like, he oh. just... I don't know how to describe it. Anyway, so five out of ten. Cute. Don't not recommend it. Don't recommend it. It's it's fully a good background yeah. movie while you're doing other stuff. Cute. Got the royal aspect, but not anything super impressive. Yeah. Well, I feel like, too, we need to add to our ratings, like, how many horse-drawn carriage scenes per movie or something. Because, <laughs> like, that could yeah. contribute to the, the Christmas I think I should have, like, for the whole Christmas season how many times you know we see blank like how many um wool coats do we see how many horse-drawn carriages um how i don't know we'd have to come up with like a few more i love that idea um yeah but that would be really funny to like do a tally our season wrap up it's like we watch this amount of movies this amount of horse-drawn carriages instead of spotify wrapped yeah uh hallmark wrapped i love this oh my gosh just (laughs) brainstorming on air we love it yeah i actually had a friend who stayed in an ice hotel in canada once and she posted a video about how to like get ready for bed it was i hate being cold and like it looked like the worst experience ever because you're like getting dressed in a sleeping bag because if you aren't bundled you're literally freezing so count me out of that 
moving forward. Yeah. Um, cool. Sounds cute. I'm going to hop to um, my Christmas guide. So I watched that movie, and that is the one that you watched half of. And right. sorry, Haley, I'm going to be kind of not spoiling it, but, you know, again, it's Hallmark. We know what's going to happen, but we just don't know how we get there. So this one, um, it came out not too long ago. Like it was a this month release and it's a Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And um, it is about a college professor named Trevor. And he connects with a guide dog trainer named Peyton um, after losing his eyesight and um, adopting a seeing eye dog named Max, which I'm just seeing now. So cute. That the director's name is Max. So I think that's kind of funny. I love uh, learning about the dog actors. I think the dog himself is named Oliver. Um, he's truly the star, but um, he's a golden retriever and just like the cutest little thing. And um, so his name is Oliver in real life, but in the movie, his name is Max. So I think that's kind of funny. Um, yeah, it's it's a cute one where um, Trevor, he has a daughter named Annie. Um, he and his wife had gotten divorced a couple years prior and he had lost his vision kind of only a few years prior as well. And it was um, a medical condition that kind of came on and he had lost his vision pretty quickly, like over the course of like two years or so. So he is kind of navigating losing his vision after like as an adult. And um, so it's just he and his daughter, Annie, um, he is a professor of literature. And one day Peyton is walking. She owns like an actual training facility for um, service dogs and guide dogs. And I also really love how they they accurately portrayed um, like how you should interact with a service dog in the wild. Um, I'll get to that. But I think the movie overall, I will say, did a really good job um, through Peyton's dialogue, because obviously like she was having to train Trevor how to use the dog. The dog has been trained, but like, well, and I will say I love movies like this because they're very, um, make you, make you more aware, aware, you know, without being like, so on the nose. Yeah. And I was sitting there going, that makes a lot of sense that like the person using the guide dog would need to also be trained. Yeah. But Haley said, why would he need to be trained? So it was a really good opportunity for me to say, oh, like, this is fine. You know, he wouldn't know what the commands are mm-hmm. for Max. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And so she was able to go, oh, like, that makes a lot more sense. And, oh, the, yep, service dogs, you can't. And it wasn't like this, like, little kid. I mean, she was just saying out loud, yeah, that she was following along yeah. with it. I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to say is Amber Marshall, who plays Peyton, she, is, she plays a character named Amy on Heartland, um, which is a... It's a show that, like, Friendly has on there. I don't know if it's technically Hallmark, but it's Hallmark vibes, um, for mm-hmm. sure. And a lot of the actors on there are in Hallmark movies yeah, all the time. And she is a horse trainer. So, oh. And she, like, in real life, like, Perfect. has horses and yeah. rides and everything. So when she d- kind of works with animals, she just has the right persona, yeah. like, for that. Yeah. She just gives off the right vibes, you know? Yeah, she w- she acted it very well because it felt very natural. It just felt like she was very knowledgeable and was was just teaching him how to handle his new guide dog. Um, so I thought it was done. It was done really well in that regard. I liked it a lot. Um, Peyton is also dating someone. I think his name was actually Chad. Chad. Yeah. It's which, Chad. <laughs> talk about a Chad. Um, and basically yes. like the way that their relationship is, is 
portrayed and set up to us is he's going out of town for the weekend on a golf trip with his buddies. And she was like, okay, well, this is like my, my company Christmas party. That's really important. Um, you said you were going to go. Here's all the things that we do. My dad is in town, all this stuff. Um, so we get the impression that he does not appreciate her at all. Um, or the time, all the things that she does for him, all the time that she like spends with him. Um, and it seems like she is one to kind of just be like, it's okay. It's fine. You know, go spend time with your friends. Maybe we can do this when you get back or something. So it's, it's like one of those dynamics where girlfriend doesn't see that she deserves better. Um, and so she and Trevor obviously are getting close throughout this whole experience of, um, like with, with Max, the guide dog, she's getting really close to Annie. Um, and there's, of course, this this one scene. I don't know if you've gotten to this scene yet, but um, Chad is putting down his like ter- he's trying to mark his territory for, you know, lack of a better Gosh. term. No. Um, yeah. And this was another moment where they did a really good job with like service dog guidelines and stuff like Chad comes up. He's introduced to Trevor in a scene prior or something, and he can kind of see that Peyton and Trevor are like getting along really well um and he later on he was like so trevor i hope you realize like this is how she is with everybody she works with she's just being nice she doesn't care about you um if you could only see how beautiful she is i was like (gasps) i literally gasped because chad tells that to trevor and he was like that's so he was like he was like you should see like you should really see how beautiful she is I was so mad at him. I was like, you are such a Chad. And then <laughs> at the beginning of that conversation, he comes up and he sees Max and he immediately goes and pets him. And he's like, oh, cute dog. And Trevor literally was like, he's, he's dating a yeah professional. Like it's her organization yeah. that like trains all these dogs. And he just walks up to a service animal yeah. and starts petting. And I loved what it. Trevor idiot. was like, he's working. And I was like, that's exactly yeah. what they do. Like yes. they're working. Um, so I, I mean the ending, obviously she kicks Chad to the curb. Um, and then they just, they have a sweet, she and Trevor just like the whole movie. They have really great conversations. He opens up to her and is, is like having a lot of these really like vulnerable moments, um, about dealing with his vision loss and, his insecurities of like he doesn't feel like maybe he's the best professor or the best dad because he's not able to literally like see things like he was just talking about like his confidence has taken a hit he doesn't know if he'll be able to like provide the best opportunities for Annie because she wants to travel and like do all these things and Peyton the whole time is doing a really good job of like affirming all the hard work he's already done and like reestablishing the fact that he can do so much more than he thinks he can. And then he in return is constantly telling her like what great work she's doing. And so it's, it's a relationship from the start from professional to like romantic where they were always just kind of building each other up and like saw parts of each other that they couldn't see in themselves and like brought that out in each other. So I really liked the writing and I really liked how it was all set up. I wanted to chat with you about your thoughts though. I know you haven't finished it all the way, but like, we always talk about that weird gray area of like cheating, cheating. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's hard because it's one of those two where Peyton, she has a friend who works at the um, like her company with her and her friend is the one saying like, well, he sounds like he's really kind and he's obviously really attractive talking about Trevor and he 
you know, he seems to be a really great dad and, you know, all this stuff. And, and Peyton's like, yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'm in a relationship, so it's just not going to work. And the friend the whole time was like, Chad is an idiot. He's the worst. So, like, <laughs> But it is, I wanted to get your thoughts on it to see if you would watch far enough to kind of see all that. I saw the post where there were girls on this trip. Yeah. What was that? What was that about? Um, they were the cart girls, like the beverage girls or whatever. Uh... And he was like, oh, and I don't know if you saw too. So that... Um, she was looking on Instagram and saw that his friend had posted pictures of the group of guys with the cart girls. And so she brought it up to him on the phone and he was like, oh, you don't have anything to worry about. Um, blah, blah, blah. But also I want to extend my trip. So he extends his trip by like four days after they had already made plans to have dinner with his, her dad when he got back. And she was like, well, I had something planned. Like I had a surprise for us. I told you about this before you left. I had a surprise for us when you got back. Um, and it was like a cooking class. So she invited Trevor to the cooking class. Um, and so all this, you know, all this stuff had happened, but yeah, he like extended his trip by like four days. And then when he gets back, he is asking his buddies like what he should get for Peyton for Christmas. And they're like, and he was like, well, budget's kind of tight now because we extended our trip. And so they were like, oh, just, just say that you're taking her somewhere like in the summertime and that's her present. Or something like that. Um, and then he's he's like on the phone with a jeweler. He's like, well, I don't want a full-fledged engagement ring. Like, I just... Maybe something that says, like, we're together, but not, like, engaged. So maybe a promise ring. Like, that's what his vibe is the whole time. So he's the worst. Okay. <laughs> so even if you're dating the worst person, you don't get to cheat on them. Right, 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 right. Um, and I was watching it going, she's emotionally cheating on the guy. Yeah. Like, and we're supposed to not like him because there was a picture with, you know, these three girls and we don't know who they are. We don't know what, like, what the situation is, but we're supposed to be cool with the fact that she is, like, one-on-one hanging out with this guy. Not just the training. Right. Because, like, that was legit. Yeah. Um, But in, like, other settings. So I didn't like that. This movie... It's hard to say. I thought the first half that I've seen, um, well done, really cute, full Hallmark, Hallmark vibes. I really like the different storyline, mm-hmm. you know, going on. The daughter, Annie, is about the cutest thing on planet Yeah. Earth. So, um, and she's just very, like, take charge. You yeah. Know? So she's like, Dad, we're going to go to this thing. And he's like, what the heck is this thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, and just really great. So anyway, I really like that stuff. But I was watching it going... <sighs> I wish there was a phone call where she at least said, I'm done. I'm done yeah. not being a priority for you. Even if they weren't officially broken up, like he came back to try to like win her, mm-hmm. but she had moved on. Mm-hmm. I would have been cool with that. I just don't like, cause we as an audience were basically manipulated into not liking Chad. Yeah. But at the end of the day, from what you just said, he isn't the cheater here. Right. She is. And that makes me really sad because I'm like, that's not, like, I'm just not going to, like, be okay with that. So, anyway, I don't like that. It's a it's a storyline in the Hallmark world that people have a huge issue with, and I, I tend to agree with them. Yeah. Um, and I think there were really simple ways in this movie for that to not have been, yeah. you know, the case here or whatever. Um, and, like, honestly, if she had said, all right, go and have your golf trip, but I just want you to know because of everything that you – like, if they had shown maybe a couple fights and then then him going yeah, and her just being like, I'm over it. I'm over this. And he's like, well, we'll talk about it when I get back. 
then I, I really wouldn't have worried about it because she could have been like, I was checked out. That was my last straw. He thought it wasn't. Sorry, my cats <laughs> are fighting outside and it was so loud just now, I swear. It scared, <laughs> it scared me so bad. <laughs> okay, anywho, keep going. Yeah, like, I think there were simple ways that it could have been, like, she was checked out even if he didn't believe her. Right, You know, right, like, right. all these different things. You know, we were on a break, like, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> but instead, she was just like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. Yeah, I feel like, too, because we get the sense that she's been, she, she's just kind of, like, dealt with all of it for so long and been like, yeah, it's fine. Just go extend your trip. Or, yeah, it's fine. Go out of town. Because he would do that whole thing where he was like, I mean, I can I can cancel if you want me to. And she's like, no, just go. So I feel like it had been set up like that so that, like you said, they could have had a phone conversation like when he was talking about extending his trip where she was just like, you know what? No, I've I've like taken this for so long. Like and then he could have maybe not believed her because she has like said okay for so long. So, yeah, I agree with that. I was like, I'm I will say. Yeah, I, I I think legit, legit cheating didn't happen. Right. Um, I do find this to be one of those gray, you know, areas where it's like it, it wasn't. But if I were in that relationship, um, I would have looked at that as cheating because it was emotional cheating. Yeah. Um, like she had emotionally, emotionally moved on and hadn't said it out loud. And I know that that's hard. Um, but to me, it's like you're not going to be the good guy when you're the one piecing out of one relationship and instantly entering into a new one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's just not cool. Um, but Chad sucks yeah. so much yeah. that when you're watching this, you are high fiving her on her way out of that relationship. So truly it's, it was conflicting. It's, I will yeah. say like, like you're, you're, you're going to watch it not being sad for Chad. Yeah. Um, and I forgot what I was going to say. But basically, it was kind of gray area a little bit. And you can see, you can see, like, where it's all coming from and stuff. But I was still kind of watching it, like, how do I feel about this? How how do I feel about this? That's good. That's good to ask yourself that question. Yeah. Um, So what would you rate this movie? I Like a 6 out of 10. Um, It wasn't awful. I love, I love a movies and mysteries. Um film I think they always do a good job with it and I I liked that they accurately portrayed working service dogs guide dogs things like that they introduced a lot of educational points with that and I for a little backstory for people who may not know I did that for a little bit in college I was um a service dog handler I wasn't a trainer but I would handle service dogs and take them to campus with me after they had been trained uh, to evaluate their behavior and see how well they would work with somebody who wasn't their trainer. So I did that a couple of times. And so I would have to be very well versed in all the, the you know, ADA laws and the service dog guidelines, because in the state of Virginia, they are kind of gray between service dogs and like emotional support animals. Um, so that's why I like get passionate when I see like an emotional support or like a, a quote unquote service horse or something like in a Walmart, like a miniature pony. I'm like, are they trained for an alert? I'm really confused. Um, or yeah. <laughs> people who buy vests for, for animals who aren't trained and try to pass them off just so they can get them in public places. So anywho, I'll get off my high horse. So I really yes. like that they uh, portrayed that. 
Um, and the actor who played Trevor, his name is Ben. Um, he is a visually impaired actor. And so the representation, mm-hmm. I like the representation Good. in there. Um, he also played, I haven't seen it, but I looked on his credits. He's in season three of the show You on Netflix um, as like a supporting uh-huh. character. So okay. um, I think I would like to see him in more stuff too. I really liked him. Um, and then Ava Weiss, who plays Annie, the daughter, she was really great. So I, um, I think I want to give it like a six. Um, it gave, it gave yeah. me enough. I was say I, six and a half is about where I was with, you know, what I had seen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this one scene that I thought was lovely and it was kind of the like peak as far as their like dialogue and relationship had gone so far and what I had seen. Um, she, they had met already and she had asked kind of the basic questions of like, you know, why are you blind? Um, what does it look like day to day? They walked around his normal life, just her and him, so she could see. And then she brought Max. So they're having all these, like, relatively vulnerable conversations, but it's very easy. Yeah. Like, in the beginning, he's kind of closed off. But after two or three questions and her just kind of listening and validating him, he instantly kind of warms up to her. Yeah. Um, And I really liked it. I just enjoyed kind of seeing all of that. Well, then he takes her all around campus um, so she can kind of get an idea of like what Max needs to learn and, and that kind of stuff. Um, and they go into his classroom mm-hmm. and he even said, normally I would be all over the place, but the um, university accommodated for me to only have the same one classroom, you yeah. know, to make things easy. Um, so, there, so he goes, but I have a really vain question for you and it's because I, I just can't see myself anymore and I don't know. Um, so he stands behind the podium and he goes, how do I look? Mm-hmm. And she said very just like gently. It wasn't in awe of him and it wasn't a romantic thing, but just very much was like noble. Yeah. And I sat there and I went, this movie is really solid. Like, yeah. because it's really, it's touching on a lot of vulnerabilities in a very quick, like, or, or in a very short amount of time. Yeah. And it was just really enjoyable to watch. So, yeah. Um, there's a lot of, you know, a couple flaws enough to drop that score down a little bit. Uh, Hallmark movies and mysteries movies um, are not just about the romance. There's yeah. always something a little bit competitive in a good way to that romance plot. Um, and so we tend to be like, oh, this one's going to be a good one. So I don't think it was a bad one, but I don't think it was one of the greats. Yeah, I think we are going to see more for sure. For sure. Okay, well, my movie that I watched... My other movie is called Twas the Text Before Christmas. Um, and it is a great American Christmas movie. Uh, so it's, <laughs> how do I say this? Great American Christmas, I actually don't hate. Um, they're just, the cheese meter is higher. Right. You right. know? But my word, I was giggling through <laughs> most of this movie. <laughs> it, is this the one you texted me cute. about? You like, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. You were, like, having a rough day, and I was like, you need to watch this. <laughs> yes, I will watch it, though. I yes. really got it confused with the other one. So my um, expectations are typically a little bit lower. Um, right. And I don't think that they make bad movies. I also, they're a younger company than Hallmark is, so they're, you know, still kind of figuring themselves out and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, the summary is, Addie and Nana develop a close friendship after an accidental text message. Addie goes to visit Nana, where she meets Nana's only son, James. James and Addie start to view each other differently after years of spending holidays together. So Addie gets a text. She's like chilling. She's a chiropractor. We we find that out. Um, Got out of a relationship. 
and two months after that relationship ended the guy is engaged to somebody else you know so she's like he told me he didn't even believe in marriage you know right and i'm like relatable (laughs) um and so anyway so she's kind of struggling having like a pint of ice cream night in you know type of thing yeah and she gets a text from an unknown number that said basically like hey sweetie are you excited for christmas and yeah so she was like who is this they went back and forth and she goes, it's Nana. <laughs> and then she basically was like, it's not, uh, you know, she thought that Nana thought she was texting her granddaughter Paige. Mm-hmm. And then um, Addie was basically like, no, you know, it's not me, but that's okay. And sent a selfie and was just like, see, it's not, you know, this I'm Addie. And then Nana sends a selfie and she was like, it's nice to meet you. Oh my gosh, wait, this is so cute. I love that, Nana. Anna, let me see if I can find her. Dang it. Hang on. I have to Google that. I was like, give her an Oscar! <laughs> give her all the flowers. <laughs> she is so precious. Um, Why is Nana not listed on... Oh, my word. IMDb, you're failing me right now. It's the text oh. before Christmas. Jane Eastwood. Oh, my gosh. Look how... Oh, I know exactly who that is. Look how sweet. Yes. I know. She's about the most precious person. Look how sweet she so, is. So, she... Uh, <laughs> I have so many thoughts. So they keep texting. And because basically it was one of those fun conversations that ends with an opener for another conversation. She said, she sends a selfie. Nana goes, oh, I love that scarf. My granddaughter would lo- you know, love that scarf. Can you send me the link um, to it um, to buy it? So then um, Addie sends it to her. So then later... Nana texts and said, she loved it. Thanks for that. Or I bought it for her. She's going to love it. Something like that. So then they just kind of kept talking and then they FaceTimed. And while they're FaceTiming, um, Nana's basically like being nosy in a good way. She's like, so tell me about yourself. Like, what is, you know, what do you do? You know, whatever. So they got to know each other and it is just charming and cute. And the whole time you're just like smiling. That's (laughs) so sweet, Nana. (laughs) (laughs) And so... Anyway, she they're having this conversation, and then um, it turns out that Addie's brother lives in Australia. Okay. And her dad lives near her. She's in New York City. And so, like, her dad, every other Christmas, travels to okay. Australia to see the brother. And then the other, Christmas, the other years spends Christmas with Addie. And she's, like, super chill about it. She's like, yeah, totally fine, you know, whatever. But mom um, passed away. She doesn't have any other family. Now this boyfriend that, like, dumped her is engaged to somebody else. She's, like, feeling really low. So some of that came out towards Nana. Or, like, not towards her, but, like, you know, in that conversation. And so later, Nana calls her and she goes, I, you don't have to say yes. You don't have to say no right away. But I want you to come. I mean, she was in Vermont. Um, Yeah. And she was like, come and visit for Christmas. Here's my family. Sent her, like, a picture where... Of course, the son wasn't in the picture, so she didn't know that there was, like, a grown freaking man that's going to (laughs) be at this house. And she thought about it and kind of went, I'm just going to do it. Like, a family Christmas actually sounds lovely. Yeah. I've really hit it off with Nana. You know, why not? So she goes and she gets a room at, like, a local inn. And the guy that, like, owns it is this, like, older guy. And he was like, you're staying with Mabel? Tell her I say hi. (laughs) I love it. Mabel? She she goes to Mabel, Nana's house, and they're so excited to see each other, and then James walks in, which James is played by Trevor Donovan, who 
was in the remake of the 90210 show. Okay. He played um, Teddy. Chiseled so, jawline. Like, very, <laughs> very. And like his actor's photo makes him look even hotter than right. like how he, like he's usually clean shaven. Okay. But anyway, he walks in and then she was like, uh, you were in the picture. And then it turns <laughs> out he is a doctor, but he travels. Um, so he's he, like, so he'll go on assignment, yeah. you know, for like a year or two or something like that. And he, and he's like, uh, um, overseas all the time. And so sometimes he can't come home for the holidays. And yeah. so that is why the previous year's holiday picture did not have this grown freaking man. In oh it. my gosh. He was being a <laughs> doctor. So, in, yeah. In another country. But here's the thing. All this is happening, right? Like the lead up to her going there. And then he is talking to his mom before, you know, um, Addie walks in and she says, when do you have to leave? And he said the 27th and it's Christmas day. Oh. And so you're like, ew, is this one of those three day they fall in love and then he doesn't even go to his assignment thing? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Right. Well, here's how it turns out. Ooh. So Christmas day, they have the meal together. Everybody's a little bit awkward, but Addie honestly just like leans into the awkward and just is super conversational, super like kind. Yeah. And the granddaughter hit it off with Addie really quickly. So that kind of helped, you know? Yeah. Um. Anyway, his ex-girlfriend from like years ago and him had run in to each other that week and so he invited her to this like christmas dinner what and and his um brother-in-law was like so what have you been up to since you broke up with my brother years ago <laughs> she was like oh well and just like didn't he, she was not based she was on her phone half the time she was about the worst person ever so funny and so you're sitting there going, okay, so this girl's there. They don't really have a whole lot of time together. What is happening? Yeah. And then it and then it just says, one year later. Like, so it just kind of, like, ends oh, wow. when she, like, leaves and it's one year later. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. It's not one of those three-day things. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever. I, I texted this to you, though. They used Canva graphics yeah. to say one year later. Yeah. Like, really obvious Canva graphics because I've seen it a million times. That was a free times. Canva Yes, that, that wasn't. Used. Yeah, they didn't do the premium no. for that. That was free. Uh, so it said one Christmas later, you know, next Christmas or one whatever. One Christmas later. One Christmas later. <laughs> so <laughs> she's um, on the phone again. And it was like the brother last year was who the dad traveled to. But then he just broke up with his girlfriend. And then he's on this project at work. So he only has like two days off. And so the, so she was like, dad, just go. That's totally fine. You, know, you don't get to see him nearly as much as you get to see me. Right. We'll celebrate Christmas afterwards. Yeah. Very reasonable. It was a genuinely, like, I'm sad, but, like, I totally get it and I support this. Yeah. You know, type of thing. And so, um, you know, she's once again kind of alone for Christmas. And Nana was like, please come. No. So she goes again. But this time she has a boyfriend. Oh. So she is, and this guy's name is Luke, but it's L-U-C. <laughs> and... He, James calls him Duke. <laughs> Why does this He's movie like this, sound so good? It's so funny. Like, it's like, not the best. Yeah. But it is so funny. Um, And this guy's like a French chef and owns his French restaurant. I was about to and, say, it's got to be French, right? <laughs> yes. But she never sees him because right. she works all day. Like as a chiropractor and, you know, has a lot of stuff going on. And then he's working basically all night. Right. As a chef. And you know, he canceled last minute their Christmas plans because, um, his like restaurant manager had just quit. So he was like, there's no way, you yeah. know, I can like take a step away from the restaurant reasonable. But she also, her friend was like, again, you know, yeah. so it's kind of like, okay, we have a pattern. 
So she goes up and James is there. And he had about six months prior broken up with that girl um, from the previous year. And she didn't know that. So Nana was like, I told you. And she goes, I wasn't getting texts when I was in Australia visiting my brother. So it must have gotten lost. Mm. So then she and James have this like kind of tension. Okay. But it's like weird because she has a boyfriend. So she's not really doing much. But it's, it's like, oh, there might be attraction between the two of them. Right. Then... It's another year. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And this time, Nana and the hotel owner are dating. Good for them. And it's so cute because the previous year, year number two, he was invited for Christmas dinner. Okay. And then it was a little flirty. You know, Talk about so, taking so, it taking it slow. We love it, Nana. I know. Nana is so in year no rush. Three, <laughs> nope. Year three, she's dating him. And she apparently had recently fallen and had, like, kind of hurt her hip, but, you know, whatever. So then the whole family, like, um, James and his sister were like, no, you're not going to make Christmas dinner this year. And so Nana's telling, without any of that knowledge, Nana's telling Addie, I'm not, ma- I'm not making Christmas dinner this year. She goes, oh, that's okay. You know, I'll just hang out here. And she goes, no, 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 James is making it. <laughs> so Addie flies in and it turns out James has owned this house for a long time, but he's always rented it. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, in town or whatever, but the tenants had just moved out. So he was kind of settling in for a little, little while. But then she also was considering moving to Australia because her dad decided to move aus- to Australia. Okay. And, um, you know, she's like, well, my, my family's there. And then his dream assignment is Jamaica. So I'm sitting there. I'm doing my thing where I'm like, I want to believe that they stayed together. I want yeah, to believe like, that they stayed together. Yeah, like, how are they going to stay together? Right. So they're having their thing. And she and James are cooking the whole meal. Like, so you're kind of over the course of a couple of days watching them, like, grocery shop and yeah. decorate the house and decide what to make. Um, it was very cutely done. Really enjoyed that whole kind of montage. And then they had to pivot because the turkey got burnt. So they did uh, Instant Pot uh, Prime Rib. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What, what a second option. They're like, you know what? Also, Let's do this. Yeah. But also I was like, that's realistic. Yeah, Not the so primary true. part, but the instant yeah. pot where they were like, ah, we'll just zap it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> just zap it. it. <laughs> yeah. But, and then, and that, and at that point, the whole family had kind of welcomed her in, you yeah. know, so they were like, she was like another, you know, sibling or whatever. And she and James, so she had broken up with Luke, <clears throat> like probably a month or two after Christmas the previous year, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he was single. He was staying in town because he was worried about his mom. But then his mom, Kids and Kate. At Christmas time. Oh my goodness. You go, Mabel. I know. And so then James is like, or Addie was like, well, so James, you don't really need to stay here to like take care of your mom because she has whatever. I forgot the guy's name. Um, the hotel owner. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that's true. But I think he kind of likes the idea of it for Addie to potentially like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he was like, I'm here. Cool. Do you want yeah. to be here? Um, but then she was debating on basically it's like, if I get this job in Australia, I probably will move. Cause like there's nothing hold stay, like keeping me in New York city anymore. Yeah. Her best friend that was also a chiropractor was moving to New Jersey, like to live in the suburbs and kind of get a job there. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause she and her husband were like starting their family and whatever. So she was kind of in this like in between land. And this whole time I'm going, I don't believe that they're going to stay together. Like, uh, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, she was heading for the train. 
they, he, she and him had said goodbye, and it was kind of, like, obvious that they wanted to say something to each other, but neither wanted to hold the other back. Right, right, which I right. respect. Like, he was like, you need to go to Australia to be with your family, and she assumed he wanted to go to Jamaica for his dream job. And so she comes back to his house and basically was like, I'm just going to put it out there. I like you. I want to explore this, whatever. They tell each other they love each other, which... Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... He said, I will go to Australia with you. You can come to Jamaica with me. We can pick a different place. I don't care. I'll go wherever. I don't like we don't need to stay here. We don't you don't need to not go to Australia. It was it was just so well worded. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, yeah, he travels all the time. He's not going to give a crap about going to some place like Australia. Like, yeah, he's just going to go with her or she's going to say, actually, no, I, I want to stay in New York City. I really like my life. Whatever it is. Yeah. He was like, I don't care. I just I know that, like, you are it for me. And I was like. It was so good. But here's the one flaw that the movie had. The one flaw. Oh, I mean, there were flaws. Like, there yeah. were some, like, silly things. Like, yeah. the, the decoration was, like, mostly blue. Uh, blue Christmas decorations. Right, right. Their chemistry was a two. <laughs> oh, that's such a bummer. <laughs> so you have to fully look past the main reason for yeah. that movie. Yeah. And But I still... I was cackling. Mabel, bless her, made that movie perfection. She had like, to. She had yeah. to. Yeah. So it's like a seven. Right. Seven and a half. And it would have been easily a nine just for like the giggles and the yeah. like silliness. But their chemistry was just okay. That's such like, a bummer. Like it wasn't. I know. There weren't sparks. I wasn't sitting there like, yes, yes. You know, it yeah. was just. Like, oh, like, oh okay. I knew that was going to happen, but can we go back to Mabel and her boyfriend? <laughs> right. I, can they have a spinoff? Like, I want to see yes. that. That love story. Yes. Like, so I fully recommend it because it's so just funny and quirky and Nana, like, totally kills it. But, like, their chemistry between the main characters, just okay. Oh, that's such a bummer. But, no, I, I have to watch that because just the fact that he calls her boyfriend Duke instead of Luke, like, <laughs> that made me chuckle. So. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, intentionally but getting I like, wrong. I love to three years because they have each other's numbers. So like they would sit and they would send each other postcards. So like yeah, when she went cute. to Australia, she sent him one. And then whenever he went to, I can't remember where he went, like Sweden or something, he sent mm-hmm. her postcards. So like little things where they actually had a relationship, like a friendship. Yeah. And then when they would see each other, they'd like catch up. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like this is actually pretty believable, especially at their age. Like they can't, I, I just can't imagine like me going home to Tennessee for a couple weeks at Christmas time. And then upending my life. Like, I'm th- I'm 30. Upending my life is a lot of roots I have to pull up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I kind of liked that it was, like, over the course of time and life transitions happening in there yeah. multiple times and different relationships starting and ending. I was like, that's kind of a cool dynamic. We yeah. Should, you know, I want to see more of that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, their chemistry was just okay. Uh, and they're both good actors. Yeah. So, that's you know that part was good but yeah it was it wasn't oh, my favorite I love that though I'm definitely gonna have to watch that because yeah. I do like the idea of the relationship kind of ebbing and flowing through different seasons of life and like I think that when each person has like lived a life and and even if they were young like had good experiences up until that point like then I feel like you're just willing to do that together and then you constantly like learn and grow together and it just it just like makes for a good outcome I think so I agree. I want an out. Well, I want a spinoff of Nana. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I think if like they had been the main event, if they, if Hallmark had done like a fast one on us where they were like, Oh, they're barely, 
James and and Addie are barely a part of it. We're mainly focusing on Mabel and her guy. That would've been awesome. So funny. Um, but yeah, I still recommend it. I think I think most people would actually really enjoy it who like Hallmark movies, um, or you know Hallmark esque since it's Great American Christmas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, give that a watch. Um, and let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, cool. Are we jumping into our final? Let's jump into our final, and we can. We both watched this. Um, I just finished it, but again, I might miss some details. So it's called Joy Noel. Um, it's when a romantic painting of a Christmas market captures the imagination of copy editor Leah. She is sent to France with pragmatic reporter Mark, a.k.a. Moody Mark, to uncover the mystery <laughs> behind the artist. And this is starring J.C. Elliott and Brant Doherty. Um, J.C. Elliott was in that one movie we watched a while ago. Dance like, in style. Yes. Um, she's also in Grey's Anatomy and stuff. So, um you know, she's I'm glad to see she's in another Hallmark movie. Um, hopefully we'll see more of her. And then Brant Doherty, you would recognize him if you saw him, but he's been in a he decent is, amount of things. He's Noel and Pretty Little Liars, and he'll never be anything else. <laughs> That's literally what I I was like, why is he so He's a very he's got a very distinct face. Very like he's like face. basic white boy and distinct. I don't yeah. know how to explain it's it. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but I thought this was cute. I, f- I think it's funny, too, that we've done so many random movies lately with, like, the French countryside or just with going to France. Like, I we went to same. Italy, mm-hmm. we went to New York, and we've been going to France a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I... I wonder if Luke is there. <laughs> that's why I was like, I hope Luke is French, because that would just tie in so well together. <laughs> um, so Leah's a copy editor. She wants to be a journalist. Um, and... She ends up buying this really pretty, like, music jewelry box um, from, I guess, like, a thrift store at the beginning of the movie. And inside of it, she finds a journal. And um, she happens to find this journal at the exact same moment that a news report is on her television talking about this painting that was just unveiled in a museum. And it is a mystery painter um, of, like, this woman in a Christmas market scene. It's actually a really pretty painting. I was like, oh, I kind of love that. Like, it was, it, it warranted the response that it got. It wasn't just, like, a, yeah. a painting that somebody threw together for the movie purpose. I thought it was really beautiful. But she, like finds the journal in this music box at the exact same time that this well, is Well, and we know it's we know it's the journal because on the inside of the music box it's kind of a rough sketch mm-hmm. of the same yes picture that we're seeing the same painting that we're seeing on the news. Yeah. You know. Um and so whatever. we're we're introduced to her like as this romance like she believes in romance she very much is like she, she's like waiting for her husband essentially and it, she's the type of character that you get the impression that she just waits for the right moment, but she doesn't actually like seize moments. Well, yeah. Cause like she is waiting for the right story to yeah. step up and take, you know, so that she can start her journalist career. Yeah. yeah. And then she's waiting for the moment when, so, you know, the time slows and the guy walks up to her and she just knows that he's the one, you know, yeah. she's waiting for these things. Yeah. The, the moment to fall in her lap. Um, and I, forgot one of the most important parts the beginning of the movie is introduced with her reading a story um the doctor and the maiden i think is what it's called um where basically this this maiden you know they fall in love this doctor and this woman fall in love at this christmas market um and that's you know where 
this movie is going to go, clearly. Um, and so we find out that she works with Mark. Um, and Mark is introduced as kind of cynical and kind of like, why am I writing these puff pieces? Like, I wrote articles about refugees and I travel to all these different places and write things that people would never dare to go write and blah, blah, blah. Um, and she wants to become a journalist. So she pitches this article about um, researching and kind of following the story of this journal and how it relates to the painting, finding the painter, finding this couple and just seeing what happened to them. Um, and Mark gets assigned the story, but Leah's like, wait, um, what if I take my own vacation days and do this because I want to prove myself as a journalist? This was my pitch. Like, I want to do it. So they get sent together to go work on this story together to this um, really cute little French town it's like it was lovely the reason i picked this movie i was gonna watch a second movie today and i was like what kind of vibe am i in for like what do i want and i wanted a christmas market cozy like just old world feeling like traditional feeling and that's exactly what i got from this that's that's all you see the whole movie is this beautiful quaint little french town and this christmas market and they're following the clues and the whole time we get to see um, these really cute traditions like the inn that they stay in. There's this thing where if you leave a present for the for the gnomes, then like you're basically safe. If you don't leave a present for the gnomes, they're going to play tricks on you and it's going to get mischievous and stuff. And um, that was like one of the traditions. And we see this beautiful church that they go into and there's this um another horse-drawn carriage ride um Mm -hmm. and they just get to meet all the locals and and learn about this couple through finding all these clues um and you know eventually eventually we find out that leah and mark have a lot in common they both love the same childhood story about the doctor and the maiden um and the whole time there's this legend around this this particular christmas market that like you find your soulmate at this Christmas market. And so it's kind of like this running joke that like, she's going to find her soulmate here. Um, Well, so I wonder what happens. (laughs) I'm going to say to kind of rewind a little bit too. they're flying over and she, it revealed, it was revealed that she had never been out of the country. Yeah. So they're flying over and he is, she's like, well, what do we need to like research? We need to do this. We need to try that. And he, as the, like seasoned journalist is going well honestly the best way to do it is to not really have a plan you know like you have to be flexible whatever she's like i can be flexible as she has like a long list of (laughs) and then he's sitting there they're on the train and he's like you didn't sleep at all on the plane and jet lag is real and you can't you're not gonna be a good journalist if you're exhausted yeah and so he keeps trying to like go to sleep and she keeps trying to talk about like what they need to research and what they need to do next and he's like no they get to the hotel, get into their rooms, and then she, like, goes, I'm just going to walk around, see what I can find. And he's like, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. And so she is, like, out and about using her little dictionary, you know, to figure out what words people are saying to her. And she buys roasted chestnuts, and she buys hot chocolate. And she's like, oh, look at what Mark is missing. <laughs> and he's lay. It's so funny. It, like, cuts to him laying in his bed in the hotel. And he's woken up by room service and, and walks the, the girl, this, uh, what was her Sof- name? Sophie, um, I think. What was it? It was Sophie. <laughs> um, 
Sophie. And <laughs> she has on her tray, like, room service for him that's roasted chestnuts and hot chocolate. And he was like, oh, thank you. And, you know, he goes eventually to find Leah. And she was, like, so delirious that when he does walk up to her, she has that moment where time slowed and everything blurred. And it yeah. was so funny. But he goes, there you are. Yep, you're delirious. Let's go. <laughs> and he, like, helps her up. <laughs> takes her to the hotel. Gets her asleep. And the whole time, I was thinking... Finally, a movie talks about jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> a real life problem that nobody talks about. A real life. Never. And I'm like, how are these people getting off of a plane and being like, all right, let's go. Because every time I get off the plane, I'm like, I need to lay down for eight hours. Right. Like, I am so tired. I don't want to do anything. I just want to like be lazy tonight. Um, and I love how it was cutting from like him where he was like taking care of himself to her where she wasn't. And it was, oh, it was so funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so she doesn't have any confusing moments after that. She went to sleep and woke up later and was like, you know, refreshed. But it was kind of cool because they both dropped their their like versions of how they should go about researching and finding this couple. Yeah. Um, and instead just followed in their footsteps, used the diary, you know, to kind of follow the path. Um, but I I don't know how you feel about this. I kind of don't want to spoil the ending. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking so about if you guys it and I was know, like. Eh. Was the artist of the painting found, who was also the owner of the music box, did the couple get together or not? Um, is it a love lost or, you know, was it meant to be? Um, and then basically, like, does Mark find his Christmas spirit? Because he was very much a curmudgeon. So yeah. those are the things that we're not going to reveal to you guys. Um, you have to watch the movie to find out. But what would you give this movie's like, what rating would you give? It? I honestly thought it was like an eight, eight and a half. Like, I really liked it. I, it hit all the boxes that I needed in the moment because I was like, this is the feeling I want. And it it certainly delivered. Um, and I really like J.C. Elliott. I thought she was great in the last movie that we saw. I thought she was great in this movie. I wish they had better outfits for her personally. I was like, Ugh. the first movie was so great, but like. They could have picked better outfits for her in the second one. Um, but yeah, I think eight, eight and a half. I was thinking eight. Um, once again, I don't think the chemistry was great. Yeah. Um, the romantic, the uh, kind of bickering work colleagues, I actually thought was great. Yeah. Um, and I really liked the individuals that they were. Like, yeah. I understood why Mark was the way he was. And I liked him, you know, for who he was. I understood Leah for like who she was. I liked, and I liked the healing that they both kind of were trying to find, you know, mm -hmm. like she had lost her dad yeah. um, as a child and had always heard stories of like him and her mom and like they were each other's greatest love. And so she, that's why she overly romanticizes everything. Yeah. And then Mark, because of his like travels and stuff, had kind of seen the rougher parts of the world, you know? Yeah. So he's kind of like this, there's no such thing as actual magic. And like, this myth of, you know, you find your true love that's not real and, right. you know, that kind of thing. Um, but then when it was, like, them together, some of it, I was like, yeah, I like that. Um, some of it, I was like, eh. But here's my beef. Because obviously they get they get together in the end. I don't feel like that's, like, a huge spoiler. Yeah. In the end, they do the prom pose. Like, come on. I was like, what is that? It looks no. so unnatural. I agree. I, I like wanted so cringy. I wanted oh. to like them together so much more but I think it's just yeah. the chemistry wasn't there but individually they were great um and then as as like colleagues and like mentor mentee situation it was it worked but then like 
when the romance came about, it it felt like it was almost not out of left field because obviously we knew that that was going to happen. But like the progression of the romance didn't seem like it made sense. Um, yes, and I know. I kind of I actually kind of liked how he awkwardly came to that conclusion, yeah. like where he realized that the reason that he there was a part of it that we can't spoil that happened and a decision he was trying to make about that thing. Yeah. And he realized that the struggle he was having in that decision was because he really liked her. Yeah. And it was like separate from her that he was having that realization. Like the girl, Sophie, that was was a cute moment. Yeah. Um, And I kind of liked it because he is a cynic. Mm-hmm. So for him to kind of be like, Oh, like it was like logical. And, yeah. and that made sense to me. Cause I was like, he is very logical. Um, and then for her, she was a little bit more like chill about it. Cause when he was like, Hey, I like you. She was, she was a little bit like caught up in, wait a minute. I think I figured out our, you know, mystery. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I'm telling you, I like you. <laughs> right, right, right. So I kind of liked all of that. It was so opposite of each other in the perfect way. Yeah. Um, but then when they did come together, I was like, eh, I don't know. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know if I feel it. Yeah. There was one moment that was super cute though. They were at a little booth with ornaments and she was sharing a moment from her childhood talking about how when, um, when her dad died there, she was like one of five siblings under the age of nine. And so their mom was now a single mom with five kids and she would take them to like the thrift store and stuff. And they were encouraged to like, you know, add new beads and add like things to clothing to really make it their own. And she was like, yeah, I thought it was her just trying to encourage our creativity. But now when I got older, I realized like, she couldn't pay the bills, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And this whole time she's telling him the story, she's like looking at Christmas ornaments and she kind of lingers on one in particular. And he was like, you know, she sounds like a really awesome like person. And she was like, yeah, she is. And so he like buys that particular ornament. He was like, this is for your mom. And I was like, that's so sweet. So cute. So I love cute. that crap. Yeah. That oh crap makes me like melt every dang time. Like so, so cute. Yeah. I, I can't even handle it. That was um, so sweet. So I honestly, I do recommend people watch it. I think yeah. that it has some like different twists and a- and aspects to it that you don't always get in these movies. So like, really cool. The art was very so good. Pretty. I really want people to like see this picture. Um, the conclusions were like, you know, you're not really sure what's gonna happen. So I kind of enjoyed that part. Um, and then just the Christmas village in general oh, was so everything that you want it to be. Like they did a great job. They didn't go sparse in that area. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so definitely watch that one. And that's all, that's all the movies I watched. That's all the yep. movies you watched. So next week yep. we'll just have to come back with even more to let you guys know yes. what we and liked. We will. So yes. give those a watch. Yes. Let us know what you think. Anything else on your end? Um, don't forget to reach out to us with any requests you might have of certain movies that you would like us to watch. Um, if you are wondering if we have already reviewed one, you can always reach out to us. Um, and we are in a couple of weeks going to be talking about all things Christmas traditions that we Mm -hmm. do in our own lives. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and tag us whenever you're putting up your Christmas decorations and you're watching a Hallmark movie and you're posting about it, give us a tag. We want to see what you're watching, what, what you're doing and, um, you know, if you're watching it, we're probably going to watch it so that we can talk about it. Yeah. Um, and now tis the season, our final word of advice for all of you. So if you do want to help me out with this, um, we already say it in our outro, but we have to say it more than one time. You're right. You're right. No, you get to say it this time. <gasps> well, just go into your week with this one piece of clear information, just some clarity for your days, your Christmas decorations and everything we want to see. We love that, but we just want you to remember that Die Hard 
is not a Christmas movie. Thank you and good night. It's not. <laughs> Thanks again for hanging out with us here at Hallmark Remarks. If you like this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a review so our podcast can find its way to new listeners who can join in on the fun. And while you're at it, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at Hallmark underscore Remarks pod and on Pinterest at Hallmark Remarks. That's where we'll not only post about movies we'll be reviewing, but also keep you up to date on our lives and other exciting things. And if you have movie suggestions, thoughts, or want to send us pictures of your pets, email us at hallmarkremarkspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, never forget that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie.